Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to the post-Thanksgiving Black Friday version of the podcast this evening. Uh, we will be talking at Winchester Radio. We will be talking about uh, Rock and Hard Place is the episode uh, written by Jenny Klein and directed by John McCarthy, who <laughs> I it just dawned on me that that's Johnny Mac. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, John McCarthy, that's an interesting director. What else have they done? And then it dawned on me, it's, oh, my gosh, it's Johnny Mac. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know him very well. <laughs> all that. Uh, a happy post-Thanksgiving. I hope everybody who celebrated the holiday yesterday had a good one. Um, Supernatural hasn't done Thanksgiving yet, or did they? They've done almost they, every uh, other major holiday. Yeah, I can't remember a Thanksgiving episode. I don't think so. I'm I sure think they it's that time. Up, I <laughs> could see them coming up with some evil turkeys or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, you could work it in with like harvest gods and things like that if they want. Right. To yeah. With all that, or some angry ghosts of Native Americans. You know, that's a little bit along the lines of Buffy, which is one oh, of my okay. favorite Buffy. That's episodes. a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a sham. It's a sham. It yams. <laughs> <laughs> the ritual sacrificed with pie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that works for Dean. <laughs> right, right. It has, pie. It has totally lots of pie. It's a pie holiday. It's a pie holiday. So I think Supernatural definitely needs to do a Thanksgiving episode. Um, anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. And uh, you can find us at blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. Uh, you can also subscribe and download us through iTunes. You can go to our website, winchesterbuzz.com, and find the link on the right side of the page. You can follow us and like us on Facebook and Twitter at Winchester Bros. And we always have all the podcast information uh, for past and present and future podcasts uh, if you want to check in on those and all the other supernatural news that um, you um, could be interested in. Um, if you want to listen to our old podcast, you enjoy the current ones and, and want to go back and see, we started in third season. Here and there, we've done, we've gone back and done a couple of episodes, first and second, but we started the third season. Uh, and if you enjoy our interviews, our first interview was with the writer, director, and producer of the movie Ten Inch Hero. And it lasted, I think it was two hours and 45 minutes longer than any other. And there's tons of great stories on there, um, many to do with Jensen, of course, and the whole cast, and Daniil. So, yeah, that's a fun one. But you've got to search for blogtalkradio.com, Winchester Radio. But they are there, among others. Okay, rock and a hard place. Becky. It's just me and Becky tonight. Vinny is... Um, demon hunting, otherwise known as working on Black Friday, which is probably a lot scarier than demon hunting, I think. <laughs> I so, think but, so. 
<laughs> yes, but we miss her, and hopefully she will be back next time if her schedule is not too crazy. Um, and so as, I as we talked, she did give me two messages to point out, so I'll go ahead and give her messages right now, I guess. One, she, want, okay. she wanted to make sure that Vinny wanted everyone to make sure that she believes, and I totally agree with her on actually on this point, that um, the whole thing about sex and the porn star and that porn, there's nothing wrong with porn, there's nothing wrong with sex. There were some who were saying they were offended by it and everything, and she's like, nope, there's nothing wrong with it. And everybody has a little bit of perv in them anyways. So, yeah, <laughs> totally, you know, nothing wrong with either one. And, then, and also there were some who were offended apparently by a white girl speaking Spanish. I don't get it, but apparently there were. And Vinny is actually Mexican. And she was like, nope, she had no problem with it whatsoever. It didn't offend her at all. So Vinny wanted me to make sure I got those points out there. <laughs> okay. Now, now I'm, I'm completely confused on the second uh, one. Somebody complain yeah, a white girl spoke Spanish? Yeah. I don't get it either, but apparently there were. I don't know. Now, you know, I live in South Florida. I personally am not from a Spanish-speaking country, but I know many people around here who are, who came there from originally, or their parents did, or somebody. And there are many Many people who oh. speak Spanish, and she did and not she also, around me, and I did not think she sounded like she was Spanish. Like I didn't think her her accent was okay. It wasn't I, great, I, I, but I wasn't offended that she was speaking it. And Vinny also said she was not offended by the maracas or the tacos either. So, <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> of course. Well, well. Okay. Now, so, but why? Why would you be offended by somebody? Are you offended when Jim Beaver speaks Japanese because he's not Japanese? Is that the issue that she wasn't Spanish I, and didn't like her speaking it? I, I don't really know. I, I, I don't know. I personally have, hadn't seen that, but apparently Vinny had seen it, and I. So she just she called me, said, "Make sure you tell." So I did. <laughs> Okay, I'm probably, like, giving that way more time than it actually needs because that's, like, the craziest thing I've ever heard. And if she <laughs> is of, of, of Spanish origin, uh, um, she's blonde. Yes, honestly, I don't think she's naturally blonde. If I recall, there were dark roots, but there are Spanish people who are blonde, depending on where you're from. And Spain, Cuba... It's like everybody thinks Italians have dark hair, but if you go to North Italy, they're blonde with blue eyes. So, yes, it's different all over. So, yeah, anyway, again, I'm probably giving that way much more time than it needs, but that's like that's one of the crazier things I've ever heard people complain about from <laughs> Supernatural. But, you know, if anybody out there knows the reason why that was a complaint, let us know. Twitter, Winchester Rose. <laughs> Just for me, let me know. Um, well, you know, <laughs> okay, now the other thing Vinny mentioned about nothing wrong with, with the whole porn discussion. I'm sorry if it was a surprise to somebody that Dean likes porn. It's only been part of the show since I've first season. 
I believe. That, yeah, and that was that was one thing that I saw. I saw a lot of people saying that Dean was acting out of character, and I'm like, uh, no, he's been this way. Since I know. What show have you watching? <laughs> exactly. It's like this is Dean. This is. I mean, that's the age of beauties. I mean, he's just you know he's constantly reading that, going to the websites. Um, Casa Erotica, you know, that's been around. That was even used by the trickster. And, you know, we had an episode where Dean caught Sam watching it. And, I mean, they both watched Casa Erotica throughout the whole show. So, yeah. yeah Sam was, was watching The Pizza Man. That's where uh-huh. he learned stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so, Dean's yeah. always been a Dean's been a horn dog from day one. So I thought yeah. it was. I personally loved seeing it, and I love horn dog Dean. I mean, so mm-hmm. I had no That's problem mean. with it, and I thought it. I thought it was the most in character that we've seen him in a while. Actually, if you want to ask me, <laughs> yes, it, you know what? I, it was so much fun to see him having fun. You know, and and recognizing someone that that he thought was awesome. You know, he's seen her movies. He says, you know, I've seen uh, terrible things, things of nightmares, but you're the good dreams. You know, he was obviously yeah. a fan. Yeah. He was obviously nice to her. And, and the people I saw that complained said, oh, um, here she was trying to have changed her life and, and be a good person. And Dean is the one who made her fall or fall back. And, oh, no, if you watch the scene, He's just complimenting her, and yeah. she's the one who takes the step if, towards if, him. You know, if she had, if she had wanted to continue praying, he would have been, you mm-hmm. know, he'd have been disappointed. But he would have went along mm-hmm. with that, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. I'm not even sure he was going to make a make an obvious move on her. I mean, he was talking about it, and again, he was obviously not sorry that that she brought it up, but. If she had said, I'm not that person anymore, I, I'm going to go back over here and pray, or, or you need to leave and take these books, and that's not who I am anymore, he would have been, again, he would have been, but he would have walked out that door. He never would have pushed himself no, on, on her. That is yeah. not Dean at all. No. And, but it is very much Dean to, after he recognized her and found the DVDs, say, you know, should I say, you know, hola. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, then, and then Carmelita, <laughs> and, and which I thought was so funny. And then she says, you know, and then she says, you know, that, that was a horrible person. And she was very down on herself and he's like he actually made her feel better and say you know yeah yeah what you did was was great i i liked it i was a fan i me i i want to know what what she did with the tacos (laughs) (laughs) i mean to make dean sit up and notice and remember it must have been really spectacular seriously right like what Yeah, and and then you know, and then you're not like them. You know, you're a you're a bad boy. That whole conversation, I was dying laughing. I thought that was much funnier and much more in character for Dean than the whole bit at the at the chastity meeting when he starts describing sex and carries mm-hmm. on and on. For me, that was out of character as 
Dean Winchester. I mean, I can see him kind of making a comment, but to actually, I mean, he was almost poetic, you know, at least until he got to the end of the conversation when he said, well, I it's, it's decided not to do it because it's sticky, which actually made me laugh really hard. That was about the only part of that I thought was really funny. Uh, the rest of it I, I did not think was as much Dean as the whole scene in the apartment with, with Susie. So, and yeah. this is, uh, my husband watched this episode with me the whole episode through. Usually when he's home, he'll like sit around mm-hmm. and get in leave, you know, or something. Uh, but he stuck through this whole episode and he was laughing during parts, you know, and he, he liked the whole mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. It's nice to hear from people who watch and enjoy it and viewers, but they're not quite the fans we are to kind of see how they react to things. You know? Yeah, so, we liked it. Cool to hear that Russ liked it. All that. I know usually Vinny's mom is our barometer for the for the, <laughs> for the regular viewer and this time. We have a we have a guest barometer. <laughs> my my mom does not like any shows like Supernatural, it goes back to the X Files. They they scare her, so she won't come here the TV with uh, Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. She's not big on them, but anyway, I had no problems with Dean having sex with Susie because she's the one who who started the move on on him. I mean, yes, he brought up her past, but he was well, he. Super, he was super respectful. He was excited. Sorry. Yeah, he was he was he was super respectful, and yes. he was uh you know even though he was flirty, he was respectful, and he you know let her know that he didn't think there was anything wrong with it. He that was something good in his memory, and you know nothing bad mm-hmm. about it whatsoever. And I thought that was just awesome, and I loved it. I loved Susie. I thought she was great, mm-hmm. and. That was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And she also thought, I mean, I guess she sort of thought they lived there. But I was thinking, well, if she had known Dean was just passing through, maybe she thought, oh, he'd be a pretty safe person. And she said she missed it, you know. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it'd be a hard thing to give up, especially considering her her um, her day job at one time. So, yeah, I mean, she was kind of missing it, and and um, being at the mood at the meeting did decide to walk her home, partially because you know hot for teacher and 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 genuinely concerned about it because there were uh, people from that meeting being kidnapped, so you know it got got to um, be a protector and think and, and the whole conversation between him and Sam right before. Same thing, you know, Naughty Dean and Sam going, you can't hit that Dean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and Sam sounding so normal and, and and little brother, you know, superior little brother, oh, I'm working, you know. <laughs> and all that. It was just cracking me up. And, yes, I thought, I thought that, was, that was perfectly in character as well. And that's up to Dean, you know, giving it another try. I say, hey, you know, can't hurt me. I think maybe he was thinking, oh, I, you know, I, I got someone in the chest that would just be pretty pleased with myself, you know. And, and I compliment him for for 
giving it a try with Susie because, you know, standards of a porn star, you know, sexually must be, you know, pretty hot. <laughs> you, would, you, know? you would think. Yeah, he, definitely. He was willing to put himself out there and and go for it. <laughs> And I thought poor Sam in the meeting when he was like, you know, his relationships just tend to not end well. And Dean was like, he ain't lying. And I was like, oh, it's true. <laughs> poor Sam. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty sad. Uh, and how great was Lindy Booth? Um, oh, she, she was, was so great. much fun. She was so much fun when she... When they first started talking to her, when they first met her, you know, in the office mm-hmm. and everything, and she was talking in that really squeaky voice, I'm like, mm-hmm. not what I remember her sounding like and the things I've seen her in before. You know? <laughs> oh, so then was, to find out later on, great. yeah, it was just a voice. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I loved her. <laughs> She's still, I'll be a squirrel in a skirt. That <laughs> <laughs> just cracked me up. Oh, and didn't and Jared tweeted that was the first time they they had actually signed their names, Sam and Dean Winchester, which was kind of fun. Yeah, and that they so um, practiced how to write their names. I think um, somebody tweeted that they practiced how Sam and Dean would sign their names beforehand, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very cool. But yeah, she was a lot of fun, and then she to being the god Vesta. And boy, gods have fallen on hard times in in modern days. <laughs> Nobody worships them. They have a hard time finding food. It's like how so, many gods has Sam and Dean killed? I mean, gods, you know, would have to be afraid of Sam and Dean because they have really <laughs> put down a, quite a few gods. <laughs> I don't know. And there was so much about that scene where um, she is try- she attacks Sam and, you know, tells him that, you know, what's wrong with you? It was so much like the episode with um, the Goddess of Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, poor, poor Sam when she says, you know, you're held together by safety duct pins tape and, tape and duct tape. Yeah. And she says, you're dying? You're dying? Why are you alive, she says. And that must yeah. have totally thrown Sam for a loop because he feels like, he feels healed. I mean, he's tired, but he doesn't feel so... Right, and see, here's the thing. He, remember, it was just a few episodes back where he was feeling so good that he was going out jogging in the morning and bringing Dean back, mm-hmm. bringing Dean back greasy breakfast and... Mm-hmm. He was feeling really good, and then now, you know, he's tired. He says he can't charge his batteries. And um, Jody, who, first of all, so good to see Kim Rhodes back. So glad mm-hmm. to see her back. Missed her. And yes. Jody says to him, you look like crap. And first of all, I was like, no, he doesn't. He looks very good. What are you talking about? But apparently <laughs> he was supposed to look like crap. And so, you know, apparently it's, other people are noticing it, so mm-hmm. real 
really, and, it's, and after the promos for next week, it's like really, really questioning Ezekiel. And I'm like, no, we want him to be good. But now it's like, I don't think he is. I know, I know. And, and again, that's a, that's a big deal for us to talk about because while this episode seemed to be a monster of the week kind of standalone, we really did get some movement with the Zeke storyline. We got some real uh, information and questions and answered, and it turned, I mean, there were some very funny moments, but it really turned pretty serious at the end. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know what to think about Zeke, because you're right, he, when he first takes over Sam and he's healing him, Sam is feeling great, you know, and jogging and, and, and everything, and then he's starting, says he can't charge his batteries. And did Zeke heal Sam so he could just... Heal himself. Use, heal him, yeah, use Sam to heal himself, and that's why Sam is falling apart again. Is Sam starting to feel the effects of being an angel vessel, despite the fact he... He's made to be one, though, because he handled Lucifer, but we didn't see how we didn't see him how he looked for as long as he had Lucifer in him. Now, or does that matter? Should Sam not notice being an angel vessel because he was born to be one, as was Steve? So, I, I, what do you think? My theory is that yes, I think that he he was healing Sam and they were both getting healed and then he is taking whatever Sam's heal you know, he's taking Sam's health to heal himself back. And so he's not mm-hmm. repairing Sam anymore. But that's just a theory I probably completely wrong. But something is going something is wrong there. He should not be so bad that, you know, when someone can see him say, how are you still alive, you know. He mm-hmm. should not, at this point, he should not be in, still in that bad of shape. Even if Ezekiel did, you know, bring back Castiel and Charlie, I don't think that's, you know, enough to make him mm-hmm. so weak that he, that Sam would be still in this bad of shape. Mm. Something, how long? He's, siph- he's siphoning off energy or something from Sam, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something's going on, and I suppose it was just, it wouldn't be supernatural, and it was too good to be true that Ezekiel could be just just what he said he was and just what Cass thought, a good soldier, a good angel, and just trying to help. I mean, is it is it too much to still think that way, or is it, nope, anybody who thought that he was good is wrong, and Zeke is just as much a Dick is all the other angel, but I don't know. I'm very upset because I was really hoping that for a change, we might see another good angel. Yeah. It's got me very perplexed, and I'm like, oh, Zeke, come on, come on. (laughs) I know. Or did he start out wanting to do good, but has he been thinking and seeing what's going on? Because, of course, he's been observing what's been going on with Sam and Dean and Cass for ages now. So he, and maybe he's thinking about the angel war, 
and he's thinking, I don't know, he's going to have to deal with it or do something, and he needs Sam to do I, it, but I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think after the mid-season finale, we're all going to be very upset and... <laughs> you know, I don't think none of us are going to be happy. <laughs> no, no. And um, Burbank Con, LA Con, was just yeah. this past weekend, and Jensen talked again about the most traumatic, emotional scene he's had in, I don't know if it's ever or has had in a long time, but it has to do with this cliffhanger and then a scene he has at the beginning of the next episode, which won't air until January, as being this un- this traumatic emotional thing and I I'm so worried now <laughs> after seeing I that know, movie. because it's like see, I mean, there's been so many big emotional scenes. It's like what in the heck what could it be? Mm-hmm. You know, this that Denson mm-hmm. talking that way. Very scary. I know. Scared. I am too. It's just it doesn't bode well, and then there's that preview, and there are little hints in there about Zeke. Hmm? If you don't watch, if you uh, you know, for our listeners, if you don't watch the previews, turn the volume down or something, because I'm going to say something right now (laughs) from the preview. (laughs) Oh my God! If Zeke has killed Kevin Tran, I will go and find Zeke and kill him. (laughs) Because like. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like he's done something in the bunker, and yes. oh my God, if he's hurt or killed Kevin, that's it. Oh my gosh, you do not I hurt know. Kevin Tran. I know it's like you know if Kevin dies, we riot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it's not that's not good. Now, when I saw the scene in the preview where where Zeke has something or somebody below screen that we can't see, you're thinking or and hoping it's not Kevin, and then Dean comes running up to stop him, and he freezes Dean, of course, right in his tracks. I was thinking it was Cass, because Cassiel is back in next week's episode, and they're plotting to, to deal with this angel war that apparently is ramping up even more. So I thought maybe... Okay, I like um, that was idea doing better. Something with I like that idea better. Not that I'm not a cast person because I love Ka- I love Misha, I love Castiel, yes. but oh my goodness, I think Castiel's served his purpose. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but there's no way Misha's dying. So there, you know, whoever he's hurting, mm-hmm. it, you know, they're not. It's they're, it, if it is Castiel, he I I would rather it be Castiel because that means he's not. It's not Kevin Tran, and they're not going to kill Castiel because mm-hmm. Misha's, a, you know, he's a regular for the season. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I hope it is. I hope it is Castiel. That means whoever it is is not dead. So, yeah, but they're. And then I guess in the preview we also see Misha being tortured again. Not Misha, good lord, Cass. But, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you see, Cass. We see Misha playing Cass as tortured, I should say. So, and he's tortured again. But, yeah, that's very puzzling to me because I wonder if that scene is from the end of the episode. 
I don't know. I don't even know what's uh, going yeah. on unless it's from the beginning and, and Zeke or the middle and Zeke just goes on some kind of angelic rampage. I don't know, taking Sam with him. So, yeah, it's all very worrisome. Sam, the the little talk he has with Dean at the end where he says, you know, oh. we keep trying to find an excuse, you know, for what's wrong with me and what if it's just the way I am? And I'm like, oh, Sam. <laughs> I know, he just breaks my heart. Seriously, there's probably no other character on television that breaks my heart as much and as as often as Sam Winchester does. Yeah. I mean, it's just something he's felt all his life. You know, he's never felt quite right. He was hoping this last thing was actually purifying him, which apparently would have purified him and killed him in the process as the ultimate purification. So I'm kind of glad that didn't succeed. But, yeah, I feel I feel very sorry for him. And poor Dean is just devastated. And he's so guilty and he feels so bad. And he was going to tell Sam. He was like, that's yeah. it. You know, I, I can't let this be, I know. I can't let this be done to you. Do this to yourself. And he starts to tell him and he won't let him. He just pops up and which also made me feel okay Zeke you know I was thinking hoping you were good but maybe not now that you're doing this yeah. when Dean started like oh my god he's, he's going to tell him this is the episode you know and I'm mm. like oh, darn I, want, I wanted him to tell him yeah and what is Zeke up to because he tells me uh, he tells Dean soon you know soon it'll be done and I'm like oh and, you know, and ultimately, ultimately we know that Sam will survive somehow because you need both Winchesters for Supernatural. But I have to admit, they're not. I have to, go ahead. I was going no. to bring up a completely different thing. So. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say they're not, the, they're not above changing Sam or Dean, you know, or doing things to them. So, I'm still worried, but I, I know that somehow Sam will get through, but I'm definitely concerned, very concerned. <laughs> I'm watching the episode as we're talking, and it this is probably, out of all the gore and horror that the show has shown us these nine years, the scene mm-hmm. with the girl scratching her fingernails down the brick wall is the most disturbing thing I think the show has ever shown. That just bothered me so bad. And then it showed her raggedy, how they were just ragged and fingers. Yeah. And then she, licks, then she licks her blood because she's so thirsty. Oh. And it's like, oh, that is, this is just the most disturbing thing I've seen on this show ever. So props <laughs> to Jenny Klein for writing that scene because it was so disturbing. <laughs> it was pretty gross. I mean, I, I have to give, like, most disturbing to, like, the couple who were, like, eating each other. No. Flesh, See, that, you know, used, that, that, that used no. to be my number one. That was my number I used to be my number one. That episode is actually on TNT today. I was actually mm-hmm. able to watch that scene. I haven't been able to watch the scene since the episode aired because there's a thing. It's just I have a thing with fingernails. It's like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, speaking of fingernails, I'd say right up there with this one for fingernails is the one where they pull out the fingernail in a very yes. supernatural Christmas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Just a full body mm-hmm. shutter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <It's> you. 
Um, let's talk about Jody and and our our dear Kim Rose. It was so great to see her. And and despite being stabbed with the with the with the spike at the end. Um, oh my God! That scared me to death. I was like, no, I know. They are not killing Jody. <laughs> <laughs> I know she survived again, which is pretty awesome. So yay, yay for Jenny Klein making sure that. Uh, um, Jody survived, um, and I thought um, she really wrote uh, Jody so well in this episode because they acknowledged everything that has been happening to her lately, right up into including the very bad blind date with Crowley for <laughs> mm-hmm. Jody, and um, Sam and Dean were so happy to see her. They must be very happy to have a member of their extended family still alive. Um, I thought it was pretty cool that she is she's still a sheriff. She noticed something strange. She called them right away to uh, come help. Um, I thought it was very cool that all she's been through, she felt like she needed something, some kind of comfort, and turned to the church. I love that whole discussion she had with Sam about that. I mm. love that. It was just, yeah. it felt so, it felt so real to me. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I, I really like that whole conversation. Yeah, it's very calm. It's very matter of fact. It's not like she's become sort of preachy, over the top convert or anything. It was just, a lot's happened to me. There's a lot of strange things in this world that I had no idea and I need some comfort and that's where she went. I thought it was kind of funny that Sam asked her if she was as in the the uh, virginity <laughs> and she just yeah. and she just laughs and she says, I'm not gonna make a promise I I can't keep <laughs> which is very cute. Uh, and and speaking of a similar comment when they find out the weapon that kills Vesta is the oak spike dipped in virgin's blood, and Sam leaps up and says, I'm a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> no, sweetheart, no. You can't unring that bell. <laughs> and I love Jody's like, you know, we need the real McCoy, Sam. It was, it was very, very funny, and so if it kind of also stems a little bit from him wanting to be a good person, you know, and 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 the whole purifying and be good and pure and right. So it really might have come from there a little bit. It makes it kind of sad and not funny, but but yeah, that was a great conversation. And I have to point out um, that gorgeous hunter green shirt that Sam was wearing. I just I kept staring at it. I'm like, wow, that shirt's beautiful on it. <laughs> it was a very pretty shirt, I agree. Yeah. And then Dean, he wasn't wearing it this episode, but Dean has a kind of dark red one, very similar shirt that also looks fantastic on him. So there's the shallow portion of the podcast. I love that it was um, talking about Kim Rhodes and Jody Mills. I love that it was Jody who killed the monster. You know, I thought that was yeah. great. You know, having you know Jody do it. Mhm. Yeah, and then um, when they 
need the virgin blood, and they get um, yeah. Tammy, the poet, and she's like arguing and, and everything, and she's like, I mean, we that don't actress, have time for this. <laughs> I don't know who that her. actress was playing Tammy, the poet, but she was hilarious. She was cracking me up. I liked her a lot. She, oh, um, she was the great. Part and, when she told Sam, honor's going to hell. <laughs> she cracked <Yes>. me up. <laughs> Because she brings Oreos and doesn't really bake cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and was she and was, was she the one who told Sam that Honor was sleeping with Pastor Fred? Because Sam sorry, got that information. Was it Tammy the poet who, during that conversation, even though we didn't see it on screen, was it supposed to be her that told Sam that Honor had been sleeping with Pastor Fred? Because yeah, Sam knew that. Yeah, Sam yeah. knew that and he told Jody about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like when Sam was talking to her and he was like, do tell. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do tell. Don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, and what was her poem? Um, it's it's something, oh. God, it's God's racket and the it, balls in God's court. It, or, yeah, it's um, something about sex is a, sex is a racket. And yeah. God's ball is in your court. Yeah. <laughs> That's even funnier. <laughs> but, yeah, she was great. And then, and then her line after after Jody punches her, what the fudge, lady? <laughs> she was a great character, and the actress played her really well. Yes, yes, she was terrific. Now, um, oh. Jenny and I were talking, there was, one thing that in this episode that actually, you know, Jenny and I both did kind of find, find offensive, and during one of those meeting scenes at the end when they're standing there talking, you can see the um, heavier of the women that was there in the background stealing cookies mm-hmm. and putting them in mm-hmm. her purse. And mm-hmm. so um, Vesta, I forget what her name was, and she wasn't being the goddess, goes over to talk to her about it, and you can hear her saying, I've told you before. And so, you know, the one overweight girl in the club has to be the one that steals the cookies, you know. That, yeah. I, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't like that. Yeah, stereotype, yeah, un- yeah. unnecessary, definitely. Um, at, <laughs> there was uh, the one thing that, that bugged me, and I noticed that too, actually, so two things that bugged me. Um, at the end, when Jody's saying goodbye, now she's been stabbed, she's got her arm in a sling, she picks up her computer bag and her suitcase and has to open the door herself. And I'm like, really, Winchester boys? You wouldn't be carrying her luggage and opening the door for someone who just saved your bacon? And I love I'm, that you can I'm hear her say. Pretty annoyed. I love, I love that you can hear her say, don't open the door for me or anything. I love that <laughs> you can hear her say that. And Kim Rhodes tweeted to somebody that she, that, that she didn't say that when they filmed it. She added that later in post. So I think it makes it even funnier that she just thought, you know, <laughs> we need to add this line. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was shocked because Sam and Dean aren't like that usually, you know, so they're very mm-hmm. polite. But I guess I, I don't know why, I don't even know why they didn't think to do that unless they're Sam's tired and, and he got hit in the head again <laughs> or flung. Or, it could have just been um, filming for you know for reasons you know they have to stay in one spot 
getting ready for the next scene, they couldn't have them walking across or something for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably like, well, we can't have her doing this, you know, because because we need the time for the talk of the scene. But you know, the scene could have been carrying the luggage to her car, all three of them, like when Charlie left that time and they said their goodbyes yeah. outside. <laughs> and they could have had that conversation just standing outside in the parking lot with nobody around. You know, it wasn't that detailed where even if somebody walked by and heard some of it, they wouldn't have paid any attention. So, yeah, but, I mean, it's not a terrible thing, but I was I was just surprised to see that neither one of them carried Jody's face. Now, she is a badass, but, you know. I have to say, though, I like it when they show them packing their bags because mm-hmm. the clothes that they're always packing are actually clothes that we've seen them wear before. Mm-hmm. And so I like that because not – this is the only show that I watch where people on the show wear the same clothes over and over. No other TV show do they ever wear the same yeah. clothes, you know. And yeah. so I like, you know, when they're packing, like Dean was packing up the brown flannel that, you know, we've seen him wear since, you know, season two. Mm-hmm. And, so, mm-hmm. you know, I just I just love those things. I do, too. It, it's, for me, like, again, it's like it keeps it very real that we see them doing things like, you know, and, and I love how Dean packs, you know. He just kind of balls it up and sticks it in the double bag, you know, <laughs> and shoves his stop kit on top of that and and uh, everything. So I like seeing him packing. It's those little things. It's like when we see them cooking or, or brushing their teeth or doing laundry, it's kind of fun to see those those normal things happening. And speaking of normal things, the scene at the beginning where Sam fell asleep over his cereal. <laughs> that <laughs> scene was adorable. So cute. Wasn't it? <laughs> and, and it, it was so it, it's so good just to see Sam and Dean standing at a table eating cereal. <laughs> I had yeah. I had no idea I wanted to see that so much until it actually happened. It's like Oh, I needed this in my life, and I had no idea before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's like they're eating cereal, and it's so, it's so Dean to be worried, but still be a big brother and fling the dish on the table so he startles Sam away. <laughs> and Sam's like, wow. <laughs> and huh, what? And I, I like how Sam was snoring. <laughs> yes, yes. And snoring. I don't know. Uh, I can never hear. You know, I didn't. He- I didn't hear him snoring when I watched it on the TV. But this evening, I watched it again on my computer, and with my headphones, I could hear him snoring. And I'm like, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch episodes with my headphones every week because I'm missing things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you can't hear him on the TV because I heard maybe I had it turned up extra. Loud. He's not snoring very loudly. It's very quiet, and um. I like that they mentioned Kevin but no, mm-hmm. for four days and looks worse than Sam. And then they mentioned Crowley, and then they said, oh, do you think he's, he's lying about the spell not being reversible? And then Dean's like, really, Crowley lying? You know, whatever gave you that <laughs> idea. So, yeah, I thought that was a good little catch-up, you know, in a very natural kind of conversation that they would have. You know, so I thought that yeah. was really, really great. So, yeah, I like this episode. I, I the, only thing I, the only thing I felt unrealistic about that scene was I, 
I don't know. Maybe it's just here. Maybe, I don't know, in Canada where they film it. But here we don't have milk in bottles anymore. <laughs> so, you know, their milk was in no. a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure that milk has not been there since the 50s. <laughs> oh, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> bottle anywhere in the U.S. Well, this is, this is South Dakota. I don't know. I suppose it's possible, but I can't imagine Dean and Sam going to that kind of trouble to go looking for it. You know, I'm sure it's a grocery store and that's it. So, yeah, that was that was kind of odd. I, for some reason, I noticed the the bowls and cups they were using, China and the pattern, and I was wondering is that the proper era, you know, or is that did that come with the bunker? You know? Now that you mentioned it, I was thinking, remember the scene um, last season when Sam and Dean are at a um, farmer's market and Sam has bought apples and they're organic. You know, he talks about the organic apples. Mm -hmm. Maybe Sam is like, you know, he only drinks a certain organic milk or something, you know. (laughs) Well, that could be. That's (laughs) That's right. Maybe, Maybe he did go looking for a... Yeah, for a, could be a local place, local farm, maybe. Maybe they do it that way. Could very well be, and that would be a very Sam thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, Dean couldn't care less, but <laughs> milk is milk. <laughs> yeah, milk is milk. But you know, he should be interested in farmers markets because they usually have at least one stall with like really fresh baked goods and homemade pies. So you think you'd be a little more interested about the farmer's market because of the pies. That's true. Yeah. Um, SBN, SBN underscore Sherry just tweeted us that there is a brand of milk in bottles at most stores where she lives. So oh, there we There, there we go. are milk bottles in stores. Good to know. Thank you, Sherry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the Supernatural family is awesome at fact-checking. <laughs> Anybody in the show needs to know something, tweet it out, and we will find the answer. Oh, speaking um, of that scene, I thought it was interesting that they used one of those old-fashioned coffee pots, you know, for their coffee. Dean was pouring the coffee out of one of those old-fashioned metal aluminum. Oh, yeah, with a very long spout on it. Yeah, yeah. Again, um, probably came with the bunker. There's just yeah, no yeah. end to the little gems you find in that place. You know, they're, I, I just get the feeling they're having a, a wonderful time coming up with all this stuff. Yeah, Jerry Wanick has really just taken the whole bunker thing and just made it amazing. <laughs> yes. And didn't, was it Patrick or Kim that was saying that it's it's not like it's built as a set. It's more like an actual bunker so you can wander around and get lost because it's so big and there are actual rooms, even though walls move so they can film and everything, which I think is really cool. Yeah. It's a real place. Um, realized that I 
did not announce the guest call-in uh, number. So if anybody out there is listening and has a question or wants to talk about tonight's episode or the preview for next week, that phone number is 347-205-9801. Welcome to give us a call if you've got any comments or questions about Rockin' a Hard Place. Uh, why do you think it was titled Rock in a Hard Place? That's, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, the hard place, you can kind of get a sexual innuendo out of that, you know. Um, Yeah. But other than that, I don't get the title. Yeah, unless it's kind of how Dean feels. Like if he tells Sam about that's about all I can come up with. I don't think it relates to um, the virginity group, the chastity group at all. I don't see it relating there unless like it's in a very vague sexual innuendo. So, yeah, I don't see too much of that. Hmm. I also, I don't know if you noticed the... the, um, hotel room that they were in, the very plaid hotel room. Um, yes. It was yes. it was the McCarthy hotel room. Oh. It was named after the director, Johnny McCarthy. So I thought that was pretty pretty good shout-out. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. That wallpaper was really something. <laughs> very, very plaid. <laughs> it was very plaid, very red and green. <laughs> very Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I oh the the people that were the in the group that were kidnapped by Vesta, um, you know, except for um, R was the was the waitress, right? And she was the one we yeah, saw on the teaser. Yeah. Okay, I liked her, but as for the rest of them, I. Would have been just fine if Vesta ate their livers because I thought they were yeah. a really annoying, nudgy bunch. And the guy who was such a coward and wanted to just throw poor honor to the to Vesta so the rest of them could say that I was so mm-hmm. glad Dean like was right in his face. I was hoping Dean would punch him. And seriously, and he told Dean to mind his beeswax. Who over twelve mm. years old? Says mine, your beeswax, you know. <laughs> Mind your own beeswax, and, and the look on Dean's face was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know, yeah. what talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't like him at all, and yeah, Mister Mister Thirty Seconds. So there yeah, you go. right, exactly. He, <laughs> he has a lot of room to talk there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I also wanted anyway. to mention the homeless guy at the beginning. Um, he sits Slim. down. Jo- jo- yeah, Slim. Jody brings him in to talk with Sam and Dean. That actor had the most beautiful blue eyes that I have mm. ever seen. They were the yes. lo- so beautiful. It's like, who are you? Uh, you've got, you know, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> gorgeous eyes. I've never seen you before. Who are you? Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yes. And um, I liked that. The character was treated with such respect. I mean, Honor brings him food every night, and then Sam and Dean and Jody were all, for the most part, I know because Jody kind of said, well, we had sort of a witness, you know, but 
but they were all very kind to him, you know, and Dean gave him money for his trouble and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. And um, it worked It worked well in the episode, too, as a witness. I thought the when you see the, you don't know what it is when they lift the SUV up, I think it's a Cherokee, um, you couldn't tell if that was a man or a woman. I actually thought it was a no, guy uh-uh. when we first saw it. Yeah, I guess yeah, maybe vested. Yeah. I guess vested would have to um, disguise herself because she was pretty well known in the town, of course. So she would have to disguise herself, but you couldn't really tell what was happening. And I totally thought it was going to be dragons. So you know, yeah. it's turning out. <laughs> Because I was like, why are they bringing dragons back? You know, I was trying to f- figure that out. And then, oh, no, it's not dragons. Yeah. Um, I liked poor Jody finding out that not only are there angels, and the angels aren't so great, but there are dragons out there, too. And she goes, wait, they're a thing? And, and then Sam says, too many things are things. And I'm like, that's the best line ever. <laughs> it just that was a great line. I just wanted him to tell her, though, that they're not, you know, horned lizard wing things. You know, I wanted him to tell her that they look like people. (laughs) They're not the flying drag, flying lizard things. They look like people. (laughs) Yeah, Sam, just tired and shaking his head and going, too many things are things. Yeah, great line. They are. (laughs) Poor Sam. We see that a lot. And um, Lindy Booth, I'm sure most people already know this, who played Vesta, she and Jared worked together previously on a movie, Cry Wolf. So it's kind of, you know, like a Cry Wolf reunion. So it was good seeing them both back together. Because Cry Wolf is actually a pretty decent movie. It's got John Bon Jovi in it and um, Jesse Jansen uh, Sandy McCoy. Um, it's it's actually a pretty decent movie. Well, I'm a I'm a bad fan. I've never seen it. So one of these days, oh, you totally got a Netflix or something. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's on yeah. Netflix or not, but you'll have to find it. Watch it for a horror movie. It's it's a pretty fun one, and you get to see Baby Jared. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this episode we haven't discussed. I think that bunker was like... Sorry? Oh, yeah, okay, the bunker that she was keeping them in? Yeah, it looked like either a, a... bomb shelter, an old bomb shelter maybe? I mean, it had supplies and a table. It's like you could live there. Or was it like a tornado shelter? Yeah, it was definitely some kind of shelter, yeah. And it had uh, three triangle warning signs. Is that a nuclear? Yes. Yeah, so it had that on it. So it was a, it was a bomb shelter then. Mm-hmm. And okay. it had that... Uh, it, you could tell it must, you know, it was really old because like the supplies that she opened it, you know, it was old kind of, you know, kerosene lanterns and things in there. Yeah. It was cracking me up. She was using her taser as a flashlight. Yeah. But I thought she was pretty 
I mean, she was scared, but she was still like like trying to explore and trying to help herself. So I, I thought that was that was pretty cool of her to keep her, you know, keep her senses or wits about her, you know, and try and figure out what was going on. And yeah, speaking of those other Nuji people that were there, they didn't even like go right up to her and, and talk to her and let her know that they were okay. She thought they were the ones who kidnapped her and they were sneaking yeah. around and everything. Like, yeah, you're a bunch of wee people. Totally, go, you know, they can totally get eaten by the goddess. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I would have been just fine with it. <laughs> they deserved it. I really, I thought it was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. And I did too. I enjoyed it more than I there's only been one episode this year that, that bored me, and it wasn't even a bad episode. I, I was just bored. And um, <laughs> was it Heaven I Can't Wait? Was that the one? Episode. Yeah. I wonder if you watched that that bored episode in like a month and change your mind. You know, I mean, you may not. It may uh, bore you forever. <laughs> a month would probably be too soon, maybe. <laughs> maybe in a few months. <laughs> Maybe next summer. <laughs> I, it, oh. the, whole, it, the episode was worth it just to hear Castiel sing the Greatest American Hero theme song, though. So I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, this was the eighth episode, right? And next week is the ninth. Mm-hmm. We usually get at least ten episodes before a season, a half-season finale, mid-season finale. I mean... It's not that big a deal, one episode, but it just nine episodes doesn't seem like that much before we have a big break, but okay. That's I like it. That means we have even more to look forward to, so. That's true. And can you believe we're almost closing in on halfway through the season, which is unbelievable. Are they doing 23 episodes? Yes. Jim Michaels did tweet oh. somebody earlier, and they, he did say that. Oh. Okay, so halfway between the 11th episode will be halfway through the season. Did you have, I'm sure you've seen it, um, Misha's latest um, Cooking Fast and Fresh with Wes episode yesterday? I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I actually have it up, but I haven't seen it yet. Anybody who hasn't seen it, we've got it linked on the front page of our website. You have to watch it. It's so adorable. And I think this is probably the grossest thing that Wes has cooked yet. (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness and Wes is as he's getting old growing up and getting older he talks a lot in this episode you know the previous ones he hadn't talked in very much so Mm. he talks quite a bit in this one and and it's adorable and super cute and hilarious but very (laughs) very gross food (laughs) (laughs) oh dear (laughs) I will definitely have to watch it then. I, I enjoyed the others. <laughs> They're very, very funny. Just, just to give you a hint, it's called, this may not necessarily be what it is, but he, he calls it pasta with jam sauce. Oh, hmm. Okay. Oh, there you go. Watch yeah. it for West recipe of pasta with jam sauce. <laughs> He gives very specific direct instructions, too. So. <laughs> yeah, it cracks me up. 
it wasn't the last, like, I think the first one, the trip to the store alone took, like, four hours. Yeah. And they edited it all down. <laughs> they kept stopping to look at things on the way. <laughs> It'd be interesting to have Nisha as your dad. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably has a very fun childhood. Yes. Speaking of, and the picture Genevieve tweeted today of um, Jared and Thomas with Thomas's little skis. So cute. <laughs> yes, he is adorable. It'll be fun. Maybe when she gets older, we'll get to see a picture of little JJ, little JJ Ackles on skis or piloting the boat or something. <laughs> right now, she's, she's still a little baby, so she's not, uh, she's not too active just yet. But very cute. True. Very true. Very cute. Um, there was a totally, like, offhand remark by Nisha at the Chicago convention and just us talking about them as parents and all the kids and all that. He mentioned that he, Jensen, and Jared all talked about renting at the country house in Italy with all the families. And I was like, just floored by that, by that. Just, the, <laughs> just, just the mental picture alone. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, that would be just a wild, wild time with all three of them, the wives and all the kids. Can, can you imagine, like, people, can you imagine the people in that town? You know, oh my God, it's Sam, Dean, and Castiel, <laughs> <laughs> and, and their families. <laughs> yeah, or it was in one of the towns where they just. You know, nobody really speaks much English, and they don't have a clue, like, like out of the country in, like, southern Italy. You know, there'd probably be a town where they'd go, right. nah, we don't know these people. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that would, that would be quite something. Anyway. Um, any other news, things we need to remind fans? Voting is still keep, carrying on. Keep voting for the People's Choice Awards. Sam Dean Castiel for Best TV Bromance. Um, Jensen or Jared for Best Sci-Fi Actor. And, of course, Supernatural for Sci-Fi Fantasy TV Show. So vote, vote, vote. Got to yes. win them. Yep. Yep, vote like crazy. And, and, you know, I vote as often as I can and, the best I can, but there are some people voting out there in five and six figures that I feel like a total slacker for what I'm doing. And I'm doing the best I can, <laughs> but wow. Yeah. Whenever I'm sitting and I'm not doing anything or I'm standing in line or something, I have the mm-hmm. app on my phone. I, you can vote super fast on the app on the yes. phone. And so I just, con- um, you know, whenever I have downtime, I'm voting on the phone. Yep, yep. That app, that app makes it really easy, and the Facebook app is pretty, pretty easy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the but it's nice because usually your cell phone's with you all the time, so you can, like you said, you're standing in line, just pop open the People's Choice app and throw a few votes in there. Any other news? Uh, the ratings this week were excellent. It was the second highest rated episode since the premiere. So that is very, very cool. Our, the ratings this year are just outstanding. And I was worried 
you know, when they moved Supernatural to Tuesdays was because I thought the Arrow Supernatural, you know, because we had mm-hmm. great ratings last year, and I thought, mm-hmm. you know, the Arrow Supernatural pairing was helping us. But, you know, moving to Tuesdays is help. you know, our ratings are even higher than they were last year. So it's awesome. I don't know, you know. We're beating the originals most of the most of the time too, so it's not really the lead-in. It's just yeah. we're such a freaking great show. I think, you know? yeah, just because we're awesome. <laughs> I think it's because we're awesome. I think it's, it's pretty we're amazing. Awesome. Yeah, because you know, it moved to Tuesday nights, and Tuesday nights is just packed shows. I mean, it's overwhelming how many shows are on that night, and Supernatural just chugging along, you know, it's doing great, great ratings. This is the ninth season. I mean, yeah, it's for, amazing. For a show in its ninth season to be pulling in these, you know, these ratings, it's, you know, and to be doing better, to be going up, it's just, you know, pretty much unheard of. So it's very, very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I mean, of course, we don't know for sure, and it's definitely early, but if I was a betting person, I'd bet that we we're getting a season 10. Yep, if I would bet with yeah. you. Yeah. Who knows after that, but it's a long way off. So, anyway, CW, I think, is pleased. They send out their press releases, and they sound very happy. And CW, I think, has finally decided that they are the genre network. You know, they've they've um, renewed um, the Tomorrow People and Rain and the originals, you know, so mm-hmm. I think they've realized, you know, the thing for them to stick with is the genre shows, and that's what they do best, so good to see. Yeah, it's like, well, if you can't, you know, beat them, join them. You know, you may as well embrace who you are. <laughs> and I it's, I think it's succeeding for them, absolutely, between Supernatural, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries, the originals, Rain, all of them, you know. Tomorrow People, I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've watched Tomorrow People, but it's really good. I like it a lot. I do watch it tomorrow, people. Um, yes, I do. Um, I I don't know. It's it's I don't know yet. <laughs> I like some of the characters very much. I love uh, Jedekiya, which is Mark Pellegrino, who's always fantastic. And I really like uh, Robbie Amell, who plays Steven. I think he's doing a really good job. He's doing a good job. He's fun. Sometimes I like his character. Sometimes I don't, which I think is the point. You know, his, he's, mm-hmm. he's right. starting to learn all all these things. Um, I'm, I'm not big on the love triangle. I just like, oh, you know, for the love of Pete, did you really yeah. have to go there? Yeah. You know, I'm not big on that. But I, you know who I really like, and it was kind of a surprise, is John. I think Luke Mitchell is doing a great job. He's yeah, very I agree. interesting, yeah. very interesting character. And I'm sorry they only lasted one episode. I think it would have been great to have him recur. He was a great mm-hmm. past, yep, foil and, and, and match for John. So that's that's too bad about him. But you know, it's a little bit like Supernatural. It's the kind of show um, with their with their story. They could bring somebody back, maybe. <laughs> or they could do another True. flashback, I guess. True. They could do a it's flashback. It's a sci-fi again, show. Like, wow. yeah. Sci-fi mm-hmm. shows, they pretty much do anything they want, so. Yeah, pretty much. I like that, and I'm finally starting to like S.H.I.E.L.D. a little better. It, was, it disappointed me. 
I took I finally took Shield off of my season pass because I was getting bored with it. It's like you're a superhero mm-hmm. show, yet there are no superheroes on this show. <laughs> and um, yeah. so, but I heard Jay August Richards was on was going to be back on this week's episode, who I love from Angel. He played Charles Gunn. So I recorded this week's episode, and I'm going to watch it this probably tomorrow. And if it's good, I'll keep watching. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Yeah, I, 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 the pilot was great. I, one of the reasons I love the pilot was because of J. August Richards. Yes, love and he it from, was a, from Angel. Exactly, that was why I watched. You know, Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. J. August Richards. I'm going to mm-hmm. watch. And yeah. he was a superhero type. So I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. is good. This is what I want. And then after that, uh, no superheroes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? This is not the yeah. show I signed up for. And he was such a great multi-dimensional character, and then the rest of them are occasionally stereotypical-ish. No superheroes. I'm and annoying sometimes, and I'm finally getting to a point where I can. I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, I was disappointed, but I'm kind of okay watching it. But it's not the type of show I keep. It's like I watch it, and it's right off my DVR. Um, this past week's episode, you haven't seen it yet? I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Uh, okay. Uh, Is it good? It's all right. Not, nah. Okay. <laughs> but it's almost remarkably like another show that you love and watch. I have heard that it was a lot like Supernatural. <laughs> I have heard that. So I'm like, okay. How did they turn a superhero? I'm very curious to see how they turn a superhero show into Supernatural. So, Well, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> they did a good job of making it look like Supernatural. But it's actually it's kind of the poor man's Supernatural because they don't do, do it nearly as well as Supernatural. Oh, of course and not. also, right. I have... I have issues with a couple of decisions that they make on it. I'm like, really? You're really? <laughs> like, I'll have hey, to text you I'm after not, I watch it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not too thrilled. On the other hand, I again, I was like, oh, should I hang in there? And then I saw that, that Jay August was on again. I'm like, okay, I'll have to keep watching because he's coming back, you know. Yeah, and again, the only you know, reason why I... Re- the only reason I recorded it this week was because I heard he was in it. Is he in this week's? No, it's next week. <gasps> yeah, that's all right. Well, I'll, <laughs> I can catch up. There's some anyway. more background in this one, which I thought was <laughs> weird. And I adore Colson. You know, uh, Clark Gregg is, I guess, a pretty good reason yeah. to keep watching the show. But, yeah, I um, that one I'm, I'm disappointed. But we'll see because... Again, it's like there's no way to, if you find out that something is going right on your show, and I'm, I'm, we're not the only ones that are bored and complaining. There's, it's, I mean, they've been losing viewers, and I think other people have issues with it. But, you know, any show writes so far ahead and works ahead. So if you do realize something isn't working, you have to hang in there because it's going to be a while before they can do anything about it. So okay, hang on for a little while longer, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's very reminiscent of Supernatural this week. So, yeah, text me after you watch it. You'll go, oh, yeah, that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and see if you have the same issue I do with it. It's like with anyway. Apollo. 
Sleepy Hollow, which is my new favorite show, um, my mm-hmm. favorite new show. It, yeah. um, it has Devil's Traps a few weeks ago. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, I know what that's for. <laughs> yeah, and they have demons and they have all sorts of stuff that's like supernatural. But it's, that's not the only thing. It's like a big giant mishmash and they just pile it all in. But somehow it's working, and I think it's because of the two stars, Ichabod Crane and Abby, the actor yeah, and the actress yeah. who play them, have great chemistry, and they're all a lot of fun and uh, very, very good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that a lot. Anyway, since we're now talking about other shows, <laughs> sort of <laughs> referencing Supernatural, maybe we should move on. <laughs> very um, true. All those non... People who don't watch the shows are probably bored to death and quit listening to us. So, yeah, sorry about that. But anyway, little reminder: next week, last new episode uh, this year. So, after next week's episode, Holy Terror and our podcast, um, no new Supernatural till mid-January. Which, oh, the latest, here we come again. But um, hopefully, Christmas will distract you. <laughs> um, and keep voting people's choice. Voting ends December 5th. So I believe so, yeah. Yeah, got a few more days to vote. Um, keep checking our website, winchesterbros.com, and our Facebook and Twitter at Winchester Bros for any supernatural news happenings that do take place over hiatus in the holidays. Um, Come back and check out our podcast, uh, Past, Present, and Future, at blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. And also search the same site at Winchester Radio for the older uh, podcasts and interviews. Um, we have, there's a link on our front page at winchesterbros.com. It says exclusive interviews. If you click there, you can get links to all of our um, podcasts where we have had Supernatural cast and crew on our podcast. We've had... Misha Collins, Jim Beaver, Felicia Day, Osric Chow, um, Sky B, um, Adam Glass. You know, we've had great, great cast and crew on our podcast. Mm-hmm. So there you can listen to all of our past podcasts with guests. Yeah, definitely. Jerry Wanick, um, Mark Maloche, um, 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 Jan Eliasberg, Mike Roll, directors. Yeah, great, great, great. Kim Rhodes. Kim Rhodes has been on. He was Kim on for five Rick Worthy, Ty Olson. Yes. Yep. If you need something to do on on hiatus, well, you can you can listen to lots of old podcasts and great interviews and pass the time that way. Really good way. Thank. Uh, I guess thank you for listening uh, tonight. Um, hope you uh, enjoyed the show. We had fun, Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Have a good holiday weekend. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye.